welcome to the Metapod Podcast, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. Crown Zenith is here, and uh, so one of us opened some uh, Crown Zenith. Who was it? Who was it? Place your guess now. Na- no. <laughs> you can't Sean really got to it. open some Crown Zenith. What'd yeah. you get in there, Sean, for all uh, our audio listeners? Well, okay, so I'll tell people how much. I opened two ETBs. Which you know. is like, that's 20 packs, right? Yeah. I think yeah. the Crown Zenith were 10 packs each. Yeah, yeah. That seems right. Mm-hmm. So 20 packs. I got four really good alternate arts, meaning like not the regular, like but like the VV star type alternate arts. And they were, um, I got the Hisuian Zoro arc, which is kind of, it's really pretty, but it's really hard to read what's happening in the card. Look it up online. You'll see the art. Hopefully you know what the card does. Yeah, good luck little, reading it. Yeah, but the other two are very pretty. I'll start with the the very pretty but less playable one, Simiseer <laughs> V-Star. Just the art on this is just It's like, so goofy. Look at that. Look at that goofy. Yeah, and then the really pretty playable card, Luminion. That Luminion. Luminion V. Yeah, the Luminion is gorgeous. So Absolutely pretty. And then some of the other stuff I got, I got the Radiant, Eternatus, and the Charizard. Yeah, that's so that that's cool. huge, actually. Those are, like, arguably the two best cards out of Crown Zenith. And then, they, they, so there's both Reverse Energy, Reverse Hollow Energy, and, like, a special energy that's textured. So this is the textured energy I got, which was a, a Lightning. It's interesting. There's, like, a little Lightning Bolt and a Pokeball, like, in the texture that you can't, you were not going to be able to kept, catch it on camera, but... Mm-hmm. It was weird that there was two different types of hollow energy in the set. I was, yeah, I, I don't know. It. I just don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Seeker, like, because that's essentially what you got a seeker rare energy, right? Yeah. I guess, I mean, when I mean, was... as you were saying, I'm not going to see something in the camera and people watching probably won't. You have to see it in person. But I feel like they just look like the regular reverse hollow energies. So it's like, man, bring back the gold, like the gold energy that was so cool. I mean, they've got these gold cards, like the, the Garatina V-Star, Arceus Dalga, Palkia. Um, Just like bring those, man. They really should have. Cause you're, you're right. I opened this and I opened a fire reverse and like, I could tell because I was feeling the card, but like, Mm -hmm. if you just like play this or whatever, like the vast majority of people are not going to notice. Yeah. So. It's not the bling. Like, play the old sun and moon. Or give us silver you know. border secret Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm holding out Soon. for the silver borders. Jake, I think the holidays, the next holiday set is going to have it, and it's going to be so good. It's going to just be so nice, and I just can't wait for sword and shield base set. But, Sean. And then the other, the other characters. The other characters. Other. Yeah. Which ones did you get? I see Maryp uh, in there, Bidoof. Bidoof, Maryp, Lapras, and Diancie. Lapras and Di- that Diancy one is it's gorgeous. Crazy. It's it's it crazy is looking. Beautiful. Yeah, let me see if I like can get, that's like almost like phone background type beauty that you find. Yeah, it's such a good looking card. It is so well illustrated. So yeah, I opened up some crowns in it. That's what I got. It was fun. Uh, I'm not trying to collect the whole set, so I'll stop there. <laughs> but you know it was just fun while it lasted yeah. you got your shiny charizard but that's all you, yeah you every collector's dream mm-hmm. right <laughs> there but there were a lot of other things that happened this weekend in the pokemon trading card game including an actual irl regionals not crown zenith legal but we will talk a bit about those results because there are some really Really cool decks from Liverpool that hosted the regionals that you may have watched this weekend on Limitless's uh, Twitch channel. And then also we'll talk a little bit. There's a, there was a late night Crown Zenith event online that we'll talk about. And even after this podcast airs, like I think after this podcast airs, Sunny's Weekly happening tonight, Monday night, and then late night Tuesday is uh, having another Crown Zenith event as well. So interesting you can look at okay. those you can look at those results after this uh podcast has been posted and you listened all the way through um to see the results of that and things of that nature but uh, sean 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 we can't break tradition <laughs> no we got that five-star review jake 
we've got to do a review this lovely listener left us a review to start the new year too this review was left on january 2nd so starting the year off strong sean this uh five-star review is titled cool pod from d-f-o-p-l I love this podcast, especially since I just came back into collecting and playing. It's good to listen for long flights like the five-hour flight. And the McDonald's Rowlet is the keep up the good work, Sean. So, man, I remember. I don't, I never, I'm a fake Rowlet fan. I never picked up the McDonald's Rowlet. You could probably get it now for like 10 cents, right? I could probably get it down. actually for really, really cheap. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's goes on promos to TCG unless they're like... Player. Yeah, I'm literally on TCG Player now. Aside from the, uh, like, old, 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 old McDonald's promos, oh, yeah. um, the McDonald's promo for the Rowlet in 2022 is $1.03 market value. Is and that the, foil? the Yeah, I believe so. The Well, it, I, it actually doesn't say. The picture on TCG Player looks like it's hollow foil. Okay. Uh, near mint hollow foil, yeah. Nice. It's it's like a little over a dollar. So I will be buying that later after this stream, Sean. Okay. But thank you again, uh, DFOPL, for the wonderful, wonderful review. If you want to leave a review for us to read on the podcast, let us know how we're doing. Good, bad, whatever. Make sure to leave the review or give us a rating or, you know, leave us a nice old YouTube comment if you're a YouTube listener. Uh that's a good review as well. But Sean, Liverpool regionals happened. It was great to watch as always. Limitless did a excellent job. They hosted the stream and whatnot. 761 players at Liverpool regionals. I feel like that's pretty good for a European event. Yeah, yeah. For a UK event. Um I don't think it's like extreme. It's not a surprising one way or another, but it's certainly good. Like, because the U.S. events are like you know around a thousand players, eleven hundred. Yeah, I think it's just a little over a thousand. So, given it's in Europe, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think it was great. From Sword and Shield to Silver Tempest again, Crown Zenith won't be legal for like another two weeks or so. Um, we'll see events and stuff about that later, but. I think these event or this event specifically Liverpool is really impactful and there were some really really cool decks that came out of this. But the winning deck, Sean, Le- Leon Kesselring, hopefully I said that right from Switzerland, won it with what they called Control Mew. Sean, Mew VMAX, it's a uh, kind of newest iteration I would say it's the typical, you know, 4-3 line of Mew VMAX with the four Genesects. Still opting for Oricorio. There were several um, Mew lists that played Meloetta and the Alyssa Sparkle build. That appeared a couple times I saw on the stream of Limitless at the Liverpool Regionals. But this one being the DTE Mew VMAX version. Sean, what do you see in here that uh, that is interesting well, in your opinion? I was trying to figure out, like, okay, what makes this control anything, right? And the answer, I think, is in just eight cards. There's eight cards, I think. Maybe, no, maybe ten, if you, if you count path, that make mm-hmm. this control move. You've got four hand disruption supporters. You've got two Judge, one Marnie, and one Roxanne. So, four of the cards in your deck being hand disruption can be very annoying. Um, yeah. And then outside of that, your other cards, you've got two Lost Vacuum, which, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, I think, both useful because if somebody else is playing a peak or some other stadium that you don't want, you can use that. But also, it's just really annoying to get rid of tools or stadiums and, or whatever, right? Like, get, get rid of your opponent's pieces forever. Mm-hmm. You've also got two Lost Cities. So this Lost City is a really interesting card because as we move, as we see more and more decks that are playing toolboxy kind of styles where there's only one or two copies of a card in a given deck, Lost City can be devastating for those decks. Like, obviously, if you Lost City away that Hoopa, then it can't hurt you ever again. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you know in lost box decks or any of these other like counter decks you just lost city away a couple of key pieces and that deck doesn't do much else I mean, we saw this uh, a couple times on stream for Mew decks that play one or two Lost Cities, you know, the Drapion, yeah. right? A lot of decks that play uh, Drapion that we saw play something like an Ordinary Rod on top of it. I believe the second place list that we'll talk about here in a second also plays uh, Drapion Ordinary Rod. So with that, they're able to cycle through drapions and just wipe out your muse because we've seen time and time again that drapion just absolutely wax mew you know yeah. it's basically a free attack literally every single time that you can get it on the field and so with path to the peak two path to the peak and two lost cities you can shut off a lot of times at drapions not only for maybe turns that they could come in, but also, you know, responses before they get those uh, Drapions back. There's also an Echoing Horn in this Mew VMAX list. Some Mews are opting back into the Echoing Horn. I know sometimes they some play it and some don't play it. It just kind of depends on how your deck feels. If you've got an open slot left, I feel like that's probably the most flexible card in this list uh again some people play it some people don't and they've got collapsed stadium mm-hmm. in here sean yeah so like limiting which is kind of weird in a mu deck that you usually want a full bench of genesex or whatever but i guess like in the late game maybe in certain situations it's better to have that collapse stadium maybe you know i'm not entirely sure like maybe it's against the archaeops the lugia archaeops matchup or maybe if there was ever some thought that there's a resurgence of Eternatus, like that's pretty mm-hmm. good <laughs> as a response. I think it's I think it's also not only for you know your opponent, like you're saying, you know, deflecting your opponent, but I think it's also a little bit for you. Mm. Um, especially with you know Genesect, you're gonna want three Genesects down, right? Sometimes even four you yep. get down. And so that last spot usually varies between like Mu V Max and Oracorio. Sometimes I believe we saw this in one of the either semifinals or finals games or sometime during day two. There were Mew players that were playing like two Mew VMAXs on the field and four uh, Genesex on the bench as well. So your bench is completely full. Remember, if you don't have a Mew V on the field, you can never copy Psychic Leap. And Mm. so... This is interesting. This collapse stadium can be interesting. I don't know how often it happens, but you could put yourself in a situation to where if you're playing against a deck that has to two shot, three shot a Mew VMAX or something along those lines, and you don't have that psychic leap potential because you evolved for whatever reason. Maybe you couldn't get rid of, you know, your final VMAX and the last ones in the prizes or something like that. And so your final VMAX in deck, instead of getting rid of it, you know, discarding it off the Ultra Ball or whatever to draw more cards, you decided to heck it, go ahead and evolve. You can actually use that Collapse Stadium to put that Mew in the discard. And although, you know, you kind of limit yourself a little bit on, you know, um, not only losing out on a little bit of drop, but that Mew just going in the discard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get that back. At least it's not getting KO'd, right? Mm-hmm. It can't get sniped or anything like that. So it can go a little bit of both ways. I feel like more often than not, probably to hinder your opponent. But it's an interesting thing. Um, we've kind of talked about before this three different stadium split, but this is five stadiums. I think this is probably the heaviest count of stadiums that we've talked about on the channel yeah it's 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 a lot of stadiums but i mean look it's all situational i guess it really is i guess with mew you're kind of sitting there like i have plenty of draw i don't have a Mm -hmm. lot of pokemon that i need like so there are if you really want some flex spots and i guess that's where you that's where you throw the flex spots is in the stadium counts it's really interesting too in my opinion that this deck also has so many different switching options So like Mew is a free retreater, but because your double turbo energy is so critical Mm -hmm. to go on Mew more often than not, you know, you're playing four cross switchers, you're playing a switch card, you're playing an escape rope. 
Like you're just switching and switching and switching. It yeah. feels like at times because usually your cross switchers are going to work. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, this is interesting. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's really much more to this new VMAX. But you know, I think it's still impressive just how long new VMAX has just been like is still a top tier deck to get first at Liverpool regionals more than a year after it came out. Yeah. I mean, it won the, uh, it won the first regionals back over in Australia. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it's still winning today. It just keeps on moving, but you know what else keeps on moving, Sean? What's that Jake? Stefan Ivanov getting <laughs> second place over at the Liverpool regionals with a deck that not a lot of people thought was going to come up, or maybe the smart people knew <laughs> that this was the play. Sean, this is lost box comfy Hisuian Gudra V star. That's it's so like, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, huh, going straight Gudra with no healing. Like, no you know, healing whatsoever. This like, deck is more preventive, and I would I would yeah. say more controlly than you know typical Hisuian Gujar V stars that we've seen. So again, we've talked about this numerous numerous times. The Comfey Flower Selecting Colrus Experiment Lost Box Engine is so good. Yep, and it's the same here. Especially with a Pokemon that has multiple different energy types. You play those, you get your Mirage Gates online. You accelerate energy like crazy. You've got the Radiant Greninja in here as well. The Drapion V Ordinary Rod combo that I mentioned earlier, that is in here. That was a strategy that Stefan tried to utilize in the uh, in the finals match along against uh, Leon, but... Yeah, I mean, this deck, pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. I didn't think Suing Gudra V-Star was going to be in two top eight places, uh, mind you. Vinny, um, the seventh place finisher from Belgium, also was playing this deck a little bit different, um, but not super different. Pretty much the same concept as Stefan Ivanov. But Sean, what do you, what do you see in this list? What do you like? I I mean, obviously you have the Gudras. You have a 3-3 line of Gudra and Gudra V-Star. You got one Cram, which is nice because it sets up the damage that you need with the Gudra mm -hmm. V-Star. It's like you do 110, you do 200. That'll knock out almost any Pokemon that's relevant in the format right now. Yeah. Um, and then you've got... You've got a Zigzagoon in there as well for some extra pings. Exactly. With four scoop-up nets because you're playing come phase. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... You got the Drapion for that Mew matchup, which, like, you know, it's going to go really fast. It's going to hit really hard. So if you can get a free three prizes out of it, that's amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, you got the Radiant Greninja. So uh, overall, like, the one thing... and The one other card that I'll say is a probably a... Um, huge win for this deck is temple of Sinnoh. the temple of Sinnoh saying that all special energy on the field yours and your opponents are no longer have any effects and just provide one colorless energy that disrupts so many decks right now particularly mm -hmm. lugia and mu vmax like can you imagine a mu vmax you throw that temple of Sinnoh down if they don't have a way to get rid of it and if they have to attach a second double turbo and then that gets knocked out by your Drapion. Like they're down two double turbo just for one attacker. That's terrible. It puts it puts their odds very very low. Yeah. So I will say also in here, Raihan is a really cool addition in this deck because you think about flower selecting. You know, for anybody who's played any sort of Lost Zone engine, the Colrus, uh flower selecting Comfey engine, as I call it. Sometimes you just don't get the cards in the lost zone fast enough. You don't, you know, maybe you don't find a lot of switching outs. Maybe you don't find your Colrus turn one um, that you can do that. And so it's really hard a lot of times to get Mirage Gate active. And so with the Raihan, you know, getting those energy attachments becomes potentially a little bit easier if you've got those energies in the discard and i mean you've got quick balls you've got the greninja you've got plenty of opportunities 
you know, even manual retreating the comp phase well, um, to get an energy in the discard to power up your Hisui and Gudra. I mean, also, Jake, think about it this way. It's a direct search for a Mirage Gate as a supporter. Yeah. They, yeah. So you, I mean, you just accelerate like crazy. Well, yeah, you like, you don't even have to have an energy in hand. You could be like, oh, you knocked out my comfy last turn. Okay, cool. Evolve into Gudra V-Star, Raihan, one energy onto it, grab the Mirage Gate, two more energy, we're ready to go. It's like you can either do you can either do that or just find your V star. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too. Like, I I like Ryan in this deck because you know that one of your comfies is probably getting knocked out. You're gonna give up just one prize, turn mm -hmm. that Ryan on board. You have Luminion to go get the Ryan when you need it. It's it's cool. I like it. For anyone who doesn't remember, maybe what Hisui and Gudra V star does, because I mean it's been a while. So it's not a card that we talk about every single week this is a 270 hp dragon type pokemon has one attack and the v-star power is an ability the attack rolling iron does 200 damage each time you use it it costs water metal and colorless so that's kind of what we were talking about you know three energies yep. and the different ways to accelerate it in this deck and why it's so important the attack which is the most interesting during your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon takes 80 less damage from attacks. And if that is a full HP, Hisui and Gudra V-Star, they effectively, in order to one-shot you, have to do 350 damage, which... Nobody's, nobody's doing Yeah, no, I, I think maybe, like, there's one Pokemon that kind of does that in this format, and it's Soul Rock Lunatone. <laughs> Yeah, well, don't I think worry. that's the only one that can like actually hit it. Yeah. And that's not even like you're not if they hit it, you're like, GG's. That was a really good move. Yep. You know, like, um, so assuming Gudra can stall out a lot and really make your opponent um, struggle in trying to take KOs. But, you know, you may say, Jake, well, 80 less damage Mew if that hits you twice. Right. To what is it 210 uh minus 80 is to oh my gosh well that math is real weird well anyways it's 130 you know yeah this pokemon can't last forever hisui and gudra yeah, yeah. v star but with the v star power that ability that i mentioned earlier is moisture star during your turn you may heal all damage from this pokemon so you can literally negate all the damage and you said mu v max is 130 right um, after a, yeah, a rolling iron with no yeah with no modifiers it's 210 minus 80 right so 130 yeah and to 130 times two is one or is 260, 260 yeah. which is 10 less than what this gudra v star has so you can negate all that and force two more turns out of the mu v max now they've got all the different things whatever choice band the sure. the candies whatever they've got different modifiers we're just saying through that and so with a lot of these Pokemon, their attacks get negated by the Moisture Star. And just Hisui and Gudra being just a wall, a really, really cool wall. So very, very cool list, in my opinion. I didn't know anybody talking about Hisui and Gudra V-Star, you know, being the play, I yeah. feel like. No, I mean, I think, you know, it had some love like several months ago and then it kind of fell mm -hmm. off. And the one thing I will say is we're coming up on we're, we're gonna do a rotation podcast eventually but it's mm -hmm. a little early i personally think i think we can give it another month or so but if you want to know like hey what cards should i go buy that are going to be really good after rotation i think the comfy colrus experiment mirage gate engine um a because colrus experiment experiment goes from being a pretty good supporter to almost certainly being the best draw supporter in the format after mm -hmm. well i guess research is still around anyways colorist experience a great great supporter it's gonna be better it's still, it's know, always like... gonna be better but like this whole like concept of like comfy colorist mirage gate like as an engine it, it you know historically speaking that kind of an engine that just lets you get two of any color energy accelerate two on an item it's just so i you know get them now get them now Get them now. Get them We've now. got a, another set to buffer, so it's not as expensive. You know, until they reprint the card, yeah. Colrus Experiment and Comfy are probably going to be... And, I mean, Comfy just got a new art, too, so theoretically, yeah. the regular art is going to go down in price, even. 
um, because I got that S-A-R in uh, Crown Zenith, mm-hmm. which is a gorgeous card, by the way. Um, but, Sean, what what other deck could we, uh, could we talk about in uh, this one? Let's see here. In this one, I mean, Sander. You gotta look at Sander, Jake. I know what you're implying. So again, three, there are three things guaranteed in life, uh, <laughs> death taxes and Sander Wachik making top eight with a control deck at a <laughs> event. I think he's now three for three in European events, making top eight with control, each one, a different one, I think. So, so yeah, how, how, what, what am I looking at? <laughs> There's a lot of things in here. You've got your Cry of Destruction, Pokemon, Celebrations, Yvital, which if you do not remember, Yvital, the basic Pokemon that has a double colorless attack that discards up to three special energy from your opponent's Pokemon. We've talked about with Temple of Sinnoh. You know, special energies dominate. They rock the format at this point, and so... Yvetal is very, very strong. You've got a couple other things in here as well. You have Regilecki, a card that maybe people don't think about a ton, but this one is in here not only because you're playing three speed energies on top of it, but because of its attacks. This 130 HP basic Pokemon Regilecki has a first attack for a colorless, just a single colorless, put a trainer card from your discard pile into your hand. Pretty good. I would say we've seen cards like that in the, uh, in the format before. And here it is again. It has a second attack as well. Two lightning, one colorless discard, two lightning energy from this Pokemon. This attack does 120 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Could be good for getting rid of something specific. I don't know. There's a lot of Manaphy in the format, so you probably don't use that as much. But the option is still there because you play three speed lightning energies. But that's not the only lightning Pokemon you're playing, Sean, in this deck. There's a flying Pikachu VMAX. A 1-1 line. Now, flying Pikachu V and VMAX. We've actually seen flying Pikachu VMAX before because of azul garcia griego winning north american internationals we talked about that deck a while ago if you want to check that out completely different from this one but there were some times that azul had to just go in with flying pikachu and consistently use max balloon against a pokemon like milk tank right Mm mm-hmm And so this kind of has that same strategy of what Azul was doing. If you don't remember, Flying Pikachu VMAX, 310 HP Lightning VMAX Pokemon has one singular attack for 160 damage. Lightning Colorless Colorless is its cost. During your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from basic Pokemon. Reggie? No, Reggie just donezo. Oh, yeah. Right. If you just if you just have a lone flying Pikachu VMAX and that is the only thing on the field, they literally can't touch you unless they're playing. Not even canceling no. Cologne works, actually. I'm trying to think like the only decks that can get around this, like well, not that can get around like it also like a lot of lost box decks. Yep. Can't do anything about this thing. Right. Like you're just mm-hmm. sitting here like, well. Crap. If Lost Box isn't playing Sableye or they have trouble getting Sableye, yeah. right? They, I mean, they can't even put damage counters on this. And there's a big parasol in here as yep. well. So, you know, okay, maybe they do get the, uh, maybe they do get the the Sableye going. Well, big parasol will shut that down instantly because it blocks all effects of attacks to the act to all the Pokemon if that's in the active spot. So damage counter placement included. There's Radiant Greninja in here because with most, if all not all control decks, you just want to churn through your deck at certain points. And so that helps you out. You got Manaphy to protect all your little bench Pokemon. You've got Miltank because that's a wall, you know, that just, that just stops your opponent at times. You also have a Starly in here. It's been a while mm-hmm. since we've talked about this card, Sean. 
But when you play Bird Keeper in the deck like Sandra is, sometimes you can play this Starly. Starly has the ability Sky Circus. If you played Bird Keeper to keep your hand during this turn, ignore all energy in this Pokemon's attack cost. Well, Sean, what, a, what is Starly's attack? I mean, it's Keen Eye. You search your deck for two cards and put them into your hand. That's literally... You know, it's great. <laughs> That's I mean, it's a great attack, especially if you can play it for free, not having to commit energies. But if you do want to commit energies, because there are four double turbos in here, three twin energies. So you can theoretically still get this attack off. It costs two colorless. So it very manageable, whether you use Bird Keeper or not, to be able to use the Starling grab as many things as you like. This has the typical uh sander cards in here of peonia and sydney for anyone who doesn't know there's also some colrus experiment in here so sean you were talking about um just colrus being such an incredible draw supporter for decks it is now apparent in control as well you've also got thornton in here sean Love. remind me what thornton does i mean i because we you. don't we don't talk about it yeah i mean thornton <laughs> does a couple of things but i think for this deck right mm -hmm. like Thornton lets you choose a basic Pokemon in your discard pile and switch it with one of your basic Pokemon in play. And then it retains all other aspects, right? Like it's been in play. It mm -hmm. has damage counters, energy, whatever. Um, now, I'm sure Sander has lots of reasons to use this. But for me, the main reason to use a card like this is to, in one turn, go from a Miltank, a Snorlax, or whatever, into that flying Pikachu V that you have in your discard. And then you can Evo it on the same turn into the VMAX. So that, to me, like, that's huge. Like, imagine even you throw the Regilecki down, you attach your special, your speed lightning energy to it, you get that draw. Cool. Next mm -hmm. turn, Thornton onto the Regilecki, attach a double turbo energy. And in one turn, you've gone from not having any two prizes on the field to having a flying Pikachu VMAX on the field. And I mean, it's just super strong. And not only that, I mean, you can do situations to where maybe earlier in the game you had that Gormandai Snorlax out, right? Because Gormandai Snorlax draws you a ton of cards. It's a great card. And maybe they gust around and stuff and you can't get that Snorlax off the field and you're kind of towards the end game. You can switch that Pokemon with, like you said, the flying Pikachu potentially or maybe even Eldegoss. There are multiple Eldegoss Vs in here. If you remember from past Sander control decks, there's a lot of game plans where the... Loop it. Where, yeah, where you just want to loop. You Eldegoss V, attach a double turbo energy onto it, and you use float up, so you never deck, deck out. out. And so that way, not only do you get rid of your Snorlax, because that's very tough to move at times especially when you're playing one of the three galar mines yep. in this list that even boost up the retreat cost to a whopping five on this snorlax you can get that guy off the field so your opponent can't bother you about it anymore but then you also can go into your uh float up situation and uh pretty cool i will say in this deck yeah yeah uh, it's anyways this deck, like, I think the win condition for this deck is obviously just getting your opponent to deck out. Yeah, mm. it like I suppose there's a world in which flying Pikachu VMAX takes all of the prizes because it oh, does I do mean, a crap load of damage. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that when you're up against like Reggie Gigas, yeah, right, and you've got your lone Pikachu VMAX in the active and you've got the energies on it, I mean, you have to attack in order to prevent Reggie Gigas and the Reggie deck to hit you. So, I mean, you probably win that game either by them scooping yeah. or you taking six prizes, one of the two. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I, I think uh, that's probably one of the few ways in which you win by attacking. But outside of that, like, yeah, you're just going to deck your opponent out. So, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast any number of times, you know how much of a fan <laughs> Jake especially is of Sander and Control. So... It's just like it's it's a concept that not a lot of people play. And I think if you get good at it, you can get pretty good at the game because you look at all the best players. They can all play control, you know, uh, um, True. Um, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting his name. Grant Grant um, Manley, Grant Manley, you know, Zul Garcia Griego, Danny Altavilla. Well, any of those 
um, dead draw gaming guys, you know, like all the best players at one point have probably played control. And that I, I mean, it's just also it's in, it's great. I think also, though, like if you're ever planning to play in a big tournament in Europe, practice against control because Sanders going to be there. He's not going to be. Find yeah, find <laughs> find out what he's going to play or something <laughs> that he's played before and try to figure out how to beat float up Eldegoss. Jake, do you want to talk about I think you sent me three other decks from Liverpool that were not necessarily in the top eight. But. We could probably, oh no, this is the regional breakdown. JK, we'll start with that. Well, I mean, it's good. It, yeah, it's good I, I think me. it's good to talk about what the day two metagame breakdown was. Lugia V-Star was the number one deck, took 38% oh my gosh. of the meta in day two. This is just day two. Yeah, I don't exactly true. know what day one was, but day two, I think is pretty good because this is where all the top players were, you know. You got day two Lugia, 38%. Mu VMAX, 14%. Lost Box, almost 13%. Reggie Gigas with a little under 9%. And then you start going into other things like Arceus Duraladon, Vikavold, Gudra. Yeah, two of them. And then a bunch of other uh, different decks. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting here, like, I think, you know, the last major tournament, Vikavolt did really well. Yeah, I mean it won. <laughs> yeah, and then and then this one that seems like there was maybe three Vika Volt decks in day two, and I don't think any of them made the top eight. So no, so just <laughs> who knows, man? <laughs> who knows anymore? It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how decks like that just appear, and they were just a really good play for that tournament. And then yeah. everybody starts playing the counter. You know, all the Lugias start playing Dunsparce and yeah, all those things. So it, it's crazy, Jake. Let's get to one of the lists that you wanted to talk about that's not in that top eight. What? What? I don't even. Snorlax Cherum, right? Is literally just Snorlax Cherum. So you remember the unfaced fat Snorlax? Yep. In the uh, in the Pokemon trading card game, not the Gormandize one, the unfaced fat has an attack for three energies. And the idea of this deck is for the Cherum. If you do not remember, Cherum accelerates grass energy mm -hmm. to Pokemon. Brings it over to the... Um, brings it over to the Snorlax. And I'm trying to find trying to out what that attack does. It has Thumping Snore for 180 damage. Three colorless energy this pokemon is now asleep during pokemon checkup flip two coins instead of one if either of them is tails this pokemon is still asleep so uh -huh. you don't necessarily always worry about the the flipping thing although i believe joe uh yates when they played on stream hit double heads in absurd <laughs> amount of times in their three game series but a lot of times, more often than not, your Snorlax is just going to get KO'd every turn because it's just 150 HP Pokemon. But there's a lot of good stuff in here. You got a Pukumuku, one of our favorite cards, I feel like. Yeah. You've got the uh, uh, Cherims as well in there. You've got heavy duty research, uh, trekking shoes in here. So a lot, a lot of, of draw. draw power, bird keepers, Marnies, Serena's as well. You've got three copies of Serena. And remember, Serena not only is a good gust supporter, but also a pretty good draw supporter as well. If you discard enough from your hand, you've also got switching carts in here. Your radiant of choice is Greninja. Obviously got a Drapion because you got to be Mew, right? Mm-hmm. You're playing twin energies. You're playing grass energies, choice belts in here. This is just a really, really cool list. And I mean, it, it wasn't in the top eight. It was top 64 of snoozy boys, but is what the deck is being dubbed <laughs> by Joe. But just an absolutely fun, really cool deck and really cheap, too. I was going to say, it's, I'm trying to think, figure out, like, really, like, what's the premise of whatever the heck I'm looking at right now? What do you mean, the and, premise? Well, like, I, I just you think evolve about... to Cherim, you accelerate no, 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 to Snorlax, I, I know, and I, you I, attack. No, no, I know how the deck operates mechanically, right? 
But like, yeah. why would this be a deck that should win, right? Because I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't. 180, I but don't you go know to sleep. <laughs> I mean, to me, I'm just like, the whole point. I, look, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I think that it's, it's really a value game, mm -hmm. which is almost all the cards in your deck are single prizers. Almost all the cards, like you have a whole engine that powers them up. They hit really hard. 180 damage is a lot. Ain't no yeah. joke. And you throw a choice belt on there and you're knocking out, you know, regular V. I mean, it's two shotting everything. Or it's or it's it's knocking out a regular V Pokemon yeah. at 210. And then you have the Radiant Greninja, which I thought to myself, oh, maybe you set up like a big multi-prize attack. And I'm like, nope, there's no water energy in this deck. So that's not enough. Literally just grass and twins. Right. So I just think to myself, like, man, yes, I would not have come to this conclusion as as this is the option, especially with like other single prize decks running around out there. Cause like if it's another single prize deck that you're up against, I think you might have a hard time because then that value exchange don't work for prizes. Well, but I think a little bit probably has to do with, you know, Joe probably really likes chair. Yeah, no, it's, right. I'm not saying I wanted to play want. chair and deck. play what you but want. This deck also, I feel like is ultra consistent, That's right? That's true. You're playing the heavy count of supporters, draw supporters. You're playing, you know, the the turbo shoes, the pukumuku yep. in there. You've got level balls and and switch carts and things like that to be able to get your Pokemon Clara as well to find Pokemon, a bunch of quick balls. I I mean, and you've got what is that? Uh, four, eight, ten, fourteen energies yeah. or something like that. Double digit energies for sure. Um, between the four twin energies and the however many grass energies there are. So I feel like this, I mean, this deck is pretty consistent. I feel like this is probably one of the more consistent versions That's, you that know, you can build. That is, that is a really interesting point of like, oh, why does this deck, why did this deck make top 64? Which is really good. Yeah. Because like on paper, this deck, what? Why? Would, and I, it might simply be that like, if I just never dead draw, then I got a chance in every game. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, some there's some points where you just go faster than the Lugia V-Star and you knock out their only Lugia V yeah. on the field and they can't use the V-Star yeah. ability to bring out the Archeops and then accelerate their game plan. And so you just kind of steamroll. Like, that's just kind of how Pokemon is at some points in some matchups. And so, I mean... Just really, really cool. And I know this is going to be all over local leagues. So hopefully we spread the propaganda of uh, Cherim Snorlax. Because, I mean, it's a really, really cool list. All right, Jake. And then there was one other list from Liverpool Regional that you were like, we got to take a look at this this guy. And this is from Alberto Conti. Got top this 32. Is, yep, top 32 Turbo Mirage Gate. So a lot of lost box, you know, toolbox decks that we've seen. You know, they play the cum phase, they play the Colrus experiment, they play the Mirage Gates, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> this deck is a little bit more aggressive than that. There are no Cramorants in this deck, Sean. Yeah. No little Cramorants to help you out when you can't necessarily get seven. This deck consistently getting seven cards in the first turn, not only with the help of the VIP passes, and the Comp Phase, the Greninja, Luminion in this, your Colrus Experiment. But you've got multiple copies of Pokestop, multiple copies of Lost Vacuum, and you've got multiple copies as well of the Forest Seal Stone. Yeah. Usually you just see like one maybe, but this list playing two because they want to use it pretty much every single time. And they've got a Dragonite V in here as well making a little bit of noise and i'm trying to get the uh correct dragonite v i believe there's actually two different yeah there's two different kinds of dragonite v's so i had to do a little bit of extra googling this one sean has two attacks has shred mm -hmm. double colorless 50 damage this attacks damage isn't affected by any effects of your opponent's active pokemon but the second attack water water lightning dragon gale 250 50 damage does 20 damage to each of your benched pokemon this is the big heavy hitter for when your opponent accidentally leaves a v in the active and you're going second right yeah if you can get this attack off turn one going second which you know 
to your point, it's called Turbo Lost Box, Turbo Mirage Gate. And mm-hmm. so, like, I, I've never seen seven cards in the Lost Zone on turn one before, but maybe that is the point of those forest seal stones. Is like, yeah, I mean, you it, have it, to find those pieces. Yeah, it's to find. And what's really cool as well about this is um, I believe Alberto was on one of the latter day two rounds on stream. And there was a cool play that he did where he used his own lost vacuum to take away his own Pokestop. Mm. He had used his Pokestop and then lost vacuumed it to get what is it? Is that two cards in the lost zone? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two more cards right there. So you're, I mean, you use one comfy that puts one card in, you use chorus experiment that puts, uh, what is it? Two more, two more cards in, That's three. right? You probably comfy another time because you're playing four scoop up nets, three switch, or I'm sorry, four switch cards and four yeah. escape ropes. Right. Especially because you've got, four quick balls, a uh, heavy ball, four yeah. VIP passes. Like you're getting those Pokemon on the field, especially with that Pokestop there as well. You're finding your item cards. You're getting those Pokemon down. You're switching them out like crazy. I mean, I mean getting two more off of that lost vacuum in there. It's, it doesn't actually take a ton. No, I was going to say what you could do is if you have that forest seal strand too, you could throw it down, use the ability to grab the lost vacuum and play the mm-hmm. last vacuum on the forest seal stone you just played. Yeah, you can do coke. that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's really, really cool yeah. to see this. And I mean, I don't know if it's the best version, right? It's of, cool, though. Of Lost Box, but it's really, I mean, it's high roll for sure, but it's really cool roll. Yeah, I, and you've got, I do like it. You've got the finisher Kyogre in there as yeah. well. You know, Kyogre from Celebrations to discard five energies that you just used from the recycle energy system or whatever that card is called to yep, put a bunch recycling. of energies back in and and just absolutely steamroll some Pokemon on the bench. I will say a little surprising of all the I feel like this deck, since it doesn't have Cramorant, there's no setup damage. Dragonite V does good damage, but I, w- I, I would almost like want to experiment with like one Drapion in here just for the Mew matchup. Like, cause it's not like you're playing a one, cause without Cramorant, you are really not playing a one prize game. Cause you've just got two Sableyes and a Kyogre basically, maybe the Greninja, but like for the most part, you're not winning on the prize trade in the same way that you are with like other versions of Lost Box. So I do think a Drapion, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would like that in this list. What do you take out of it though? Because I feel I like know. this list is just so tight. Uh, because you've got your Luminion in there, right? Because you have to get Colrus yeah. right away. You know, you, you got to put the Pokemon down on the bench. You got to switch them out a bajillion times. I think it's a I think it's a meta call of like how much you need Manaphy mm-hmm. or not. Because like you know, like we've seen some decks not play it. I mean, you've got Comfies. They're really, you know. So maybe that's a bad call. Maybe you just go down to one forest seal stone. Like maybe, I don't know. Like it's, it's definitely an awkward spot, but like that would be the spot where I'm like, I still would love to see a Drapion in here. Cause Mew is still real good. I think it's really cool as well to have Raikou V in. Yep. Raikou V, if you do not know, is just like the old Suicune V that we've talked about on this podcast where, Raikou V, Lightning Rondo, 20 plus for just a Lightning and Colorless. So, again, very easy, you know, Mirage Gate and things like that. This attack does 20 more damage for each benched Pokemon. You can knock up that math. Raikou, probably a surprise to your opponent playing Lugia, right? Yep. There is, uh, I mean, you just knock him out right away. (laughs) It's a free, like it just, and you get to use fleet footed and you draw yeah. another card to help you get to that, you know, yeah. wombo combo that you got. So just a really aggressive, really, really cool deck. There were so many cool decks in here and with crown Zenith as well, just released. There's not, we've seen some tournaments, but at this point, there's not anything really in it that just really takes the cake. Sure. Radiant Eternatus is cool, but people are still trying to figure that card out. Seems like the strongest pair is 
at this point, Duraladon, yeah. VMAX, but, you know, to be honest, you're better off just playing Arceus Duraladon, right? Might, I feel like. Be. Yeah, it's... At, at least at this point, and again, it's a fresh meta in terms of these new cards are fresh inside of it, so especially after you know the sunny weekly on monday night and then the late night on tuesday night we'll talk way more about those uh cards and those decks later in a future episode sean indeed but uh yeah otherwise pretty slow week oh my gosh i'm so glad we had a regional because i don't know (laughs) what we would have talked about for this long oh my lord but yeah some cool decks uh stick with us Uh, and then jake and i gotta figure out uh what what we want to talk about rotation in a few weeks oh so, yeah when when is rotation uh i want to say it's in march i want to say rotation is if they've announced it i think they did i i know they announced yeah. when it's, it's going march. to be i don't remember off the top of my head i didn't write that down in the notes my guess is rotation happens the same time scarlet and violet releases i think it's around that yeah. time yeah so, so so it'll be coming up before you know it and yeah. we've got you covered here on the metapod i've already started thinking about you know seeing people talk about post-rotation decks you know japan is in post-rotation so uh oh, i've been kind of seeing yeah i because ethan heggie um uh, okay. who is in japan right now um mentioned that you know post-rotation has happened i think heggie i saw a picture was playing uh hisuian zorak well you know what so, Jake? Sean, I'll, you're... I'll make sure to, to ask him all about that when i visit japan Oh yeah! Are you gonna play, Sean? I might. Are you gonna try to play? I might. I, I gotta. I gotta ask Ethan if he'll let me borrow a deck. What? No, you just. Br- oh well, yeah. It's all you'd Japanese. Have to buy you Japanese can't. cards. I would have yeah, to buy, have Japanese, to buy Japanese, Japanese cards. And also, they'll have like the second when I go. It'll be the second. It'll already be like the second set or like the the mid set of Scarlet and Violet. So like, it won't even be like the cards will have even come out in English. It'll be like a oh, set ahead, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah, even know. you're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to talk uh-huh. about the cards uh-huh. on the podcast because you're gonna have to do some research because you're not gonna be able to read. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, well, I can't read these, so I just gotta know what they do. <laughs> and when people anyways. explain, you're just gonna have to show them the card. You can't. Anyways, that'll be cool, and we'll get you covered on all the stories, all the news, all the meta here on the Metapod Podcast. So, so long. Keep playing. Go to playlimitless.com to join some tournaments and things of that nature. Have a great one. <laughs>